Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. All right, everybody. It is 9 o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitter Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is... Now D1 speaks. Bo Lang. Yeah, man, absolutely. We got Bo Lang with us tonight, man. How you doing? Good. I'm doing really, really well. I'm sitting here. I got the College World Series on. It's a heck of a game. Got LSU and Wake Forest. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if you just saw that last play. That was a heck of a play at home plate. No, I I, I had to turn the game off uh, just a just a bit ago. Hey, I appreciate you turning the game off. That means you're kind of tuned into the Now D1 Speak show, and I absolutely appreciate that, man. So happy to talk with you yes, tonight, sir. Bo. So why don't you introduce yourself, maybe kind of give us uh, some ideas as to where you go to high school, your travel team, GPA, and how'd you get into baseball? Yes, sir. Uh, so my name is Bo Lang. Uh, I'm a class of 24 graduate at Arlington Martin High School. Uh, I play for Charlie Griffin. Uh, on the Raider Scout team, uh, GPA is a three point six. Um, I, I began baseball at a at a very young age, at about three. Uh, that's when I started t-ball. Um, I grew. I, I quickly grew to to love the sport, um, and ultimately, I, I owe my dad all the all the success to getting me into it. Um, he he played baseball himself. Um, uh, he grew up down in Florida, and and he was uh, very very competitive at uh, at baseball and in football as well. So that's where that's where I kind of get my competitive edge from. Um, so he he played college ball and and really really got me into the game and and got me to to find a love for it. Man, I love that. Right off the bat, Bo. I mean, being a dad, I can absolutely relate to what you're talking about. I mean, one of the the biggest joys that I ever had was watching my son play baseball at an early age and kind of watching his development as well, man. That right off the bat, that just absolutely touches my heart. So let me ask you something. Three years old? I mean, that's really, really little, man. You're already out on the teeth, (laughs) right? How did that happen? Yes, sir. That's that's a really good question. Um, I, I was I was a very very early walker. Um, first first words were baseball. <laughs> um, you know, I, I I stood up and first thing in my hand was a bat and ball, and I was out there out there swinging a little plastic big barrel with the the little wiffle balls. Um, so three years old my parents decided to, to go ahead and, and get me started. So I played T-ball for about two, three years up until I was about six. Um, and then after that, got into to coach pitch. Um, and then things just kind of took off from there. Shoot, yeah, man. I wish your dad was here right now. I'd say, why did he wait so long? Three? What were you waiting on? <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. so your dad was down in Florida. I'm in Florida. Where did he play? Uh, where right. did he go to college? Where did he play? Uh, so he grew up in Jacksonville. Okay. Um, and he went to Cocoa Beach. Absolutely. 
Absolutely, man. Great area. Fantastic area. And so yes, much sir. good baseball in Florida. My goodness. Oh, it's it's great. It's fantastic. No question about it, man. Kind of when you look across the landscape, it's always uh, – it's Florida, it's Texas, it's California, it's Arizona, it's Georgia. Mm-hmm. No question, man. Great baseball all the way across. So let me yes, ask sir. you something, Bo. What positions do you play? And then what are some of your strengths? And then maybe kind of give us a couple of ideas of what what are you working on to get better? Yes, sir. So um, I'm a, a pitcher and catcher. Um, very, very rare combination, I will say. Um, what uh, some some very very high strengths in my game is I have a, a very strong arm. I would like to say, um, with a high baseball IQ, uh, which has helped me develop not only as a player uh, on the field but as well as off the field. Um, you know, I'll, I'll start being being able to to study the game has really really increased that IQ and, and helped me in the long run. Um, and as well as uh, on the field, I have very good control of all, of all four of my pitches, uh, which consists of four seam, two seam, slider, and changeup. Um, and currently, like one of, one of my weaknesses right now is, is uh, finding another lateral movement pitch, um, something that, that might break in or – uh, like a like a sinker or something that's going to go more away, kind of like a cutter. Um, I'm very very aware with what's going on in the field. Uh, before every pitch, I run scenarios through my head. Uh, if it's hit here, what what's the call? Um, if this happens, what do I do? Uh, things like that. Uh, and then behind the plate, um, I've caught for 14 years, uh, so I'm I'm very very advanced behind the plate, I would like to say. Um, I have a, a very strong wrist with uh, a sub-two pop time. Um, and in the hitting side, I have very good vision. Um, I, I, I see the ball very well out of the hand and can read spin and, and location as well. Um, and some things that I'm trying to work on is uh, a, a stronger swing, um, getting – Letting the, letting the ball travel, giving me the most time to impact uh, the ball as best as I can. Um, and as well as executing spots um, from the pitching side. Um, that's just – that's one thing that I want to be able to um, excel in is whenever a spot's called, I want to be able to miss it by mere inches, if not hit it dead on. Um, and I'm very new to, to pitching. I've only been doing it about six, seven months. Um, so runners on, you know, picks holds, uh, I've been, been working on things like that. Um, my picks have been, been a little shaky, uh, but they've definitely gotten a lot better. Um, and then another thing is, uh, I'm working on speed, like speed training and, and getting a lot quicker on the bases. All right, Bo, man, what a great rundown. Thank you so much. A lot of vulnerability there and just honesty and just absolutely kind of looking at yourself and and in areas that you want to critique. I mean, that's hey, that's what it takes to get better when you can completely be honest with yourself. So, yes, hey, sir. kind of fill us in a little bit. Give us some measurements. What's your height mm-hmm. and weight? My height, 5'11", uh, 
and I weigh 185. Okay. All right. And I know you're new to pitching, but in the last six, seven mm-hmm. months or so, I mean, everybody loves to talk about velo. So just kind of give us an idea of what your velo is. So recently, uh, two weeks ago, I topped 92, um, down in, uh, Melissa. Uh, so that was, that was a very, very exciting goal, uh, that I reached. I've been, I've been fighting to, to get past nines for a while. Um, and then on my slider, it usually runs about 76 to, to 79. It'll get up to about 80, 81 here and there. Uh, and then my changeup will sit consistent at about 82. Uh, and then my two seam will run about 86. Hey, dude, man, that's huge. 92. I mean, that's always the number. When you hit the 90, that gets everybody excited. Congratulations. Yeah, oh, they yeah. got a lot of attention, I am sure. Yes, sir. It was, uh, it was a very big day. I no question about it, my man. That's huge. Congratulations, Bo. So Thank I know you, you, that you just kind of jumped on the mound and probably one of the re- – I'm guessing, you know, if I'm a high school coach, travel ball coach, I mean, mm-hmm. you're, a, you're an athletic guy, got a strong arm. I'm going to put you – I'm going to put my best athletes out on the mound. That's kind of the way it works. Right. But you've done a ton of catching. And, I mean, I mean, you've been mm-hmm. catching, I think you said, like 14 years, but I'm sure you've been catching – seriously for the last couple of years really where you kind of yeah yes, really where you're kind of dialing it in and the the catching position is so critical i mean it's almost like a coach on the field you're the only one that is looking at the whole field and kind of understands what's going Correct. on so i mean that's a right. big piece i can understand where you're saying i got a high iq because it takes a high iq to actually catch no yes, question about it man so the sub two oh do you attribute that to you obviously have a strong arm or do you think it's a quick feet? I mean, like what is it that's getting you to that really? I mean, any, anytime you get under 2.0, that's big time. Right. Uh, I would definitely say it's a, it's a combination of both. Um, and knowing like knowing your body and, and, and how fast you can work uh, efficiently. That, that was the big thing for me is like figuring out, okay, if I do this too fast, um, then my arm's going to drag. So I had to really, really focus on feet work and, and figure out just just how to get it perfect. Um, and then my arm is strong enough and it can follow behind. Um, but ultimately, I'd say probably the biggest thing is not getting my hips locked mm. out. I can appreciate that. And, I, and the reason I can, I can appreciate it, I bring this up from time to time, I mean – yeah. Hey, my son, my son went through the entire recruiting process. He ended up playing division one baseball. It was at a mid major and guess what, Bo, he was a mm-hmm. catcher. And I mean, you know, I was not a catcher growing. In fact, I wasn't very good at baseball. In fact, I was actually on the golf team, but uh, yeah, he was a really, really good athlete and uh, he played baseball. And I got to tell you, the thing that he worked all the time was his hips. And I didn't really understand it. Yeah. He he got the technical piece. I didn't quite understand what he was talking about, but he was very, very successful. And as soon as you brought that up, I mean, that kind of put a smile on my face. I knew you knew what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yes, no yes, question, sir. Bo. Definitely. Hey, everybody that's joining, thank you so much. We appreciate you guys getting on. Uh, If you did get on late, don't worry about it. We record this space. We're going to tweet it out later. You'll be able to hear it in its entirety. Uh, Tonight, we're talking with 24 uncommitted Bo Lang. Uh, Bo is out of Texas. He's a 
He's a new pitcher. He's got a live arm, and he's also a catcher as well. So really excited to be talking with him. So let me ask you something, Bo. You've had a lot of success already. I mean, you're definitely kind of highly developed here. But let me ask you, what's keeping Mm -hmm. you motivated to kind of keep pushing yourself to get better? That's that's a really good question. Um, You know, I I motivate myself with uh, the goals that I set. Um, And, you know, seeing – like the seeing the the recent goal of hitting 92 that's something that just puts a smile on my face and it it, it really makes me makes me keep going because i'm i'm just sitting here i'm like i i know i can do better i i know how good i am and i know where i stand and it just makes me want to keep going and going and going um you know and and in the weight room big on i'm big on lifting um you know seeing seeing new prs um and that's just something that like just really, really keeps me going because you go through all this hard work and it, you see it finally pay off and you're just like, it's, it's just a miracle. Like, it's great. I get to, to be in the front seat. I'm, I'm driving and I'm just seeing all of my hard work pay off. Man, that's so cool. So let me, t- let me ask you about the weight room because the weight room is obviously a big thing in college as well. I mean, hey, I know you yes, know sir. you're aware of this, but when you show up, you're going to be playing against dudes that are, you know, they're going to be 21, 22, maybe even 23 years old because they've had a red shirt year. They may have had a COVID year. They have spent a lot right. of time in the weight room. So I love mm-hmm. when you threw out the PR. What, first of all, what's your favorite lift? I got to say box squat. Okay. Uh, I I love, love box squat. All right. So what's the PR in a box squat? So on box squat, my PR is 445. (laughs) Um, And that was, that was back around April. I got to say, man, that's big time right there. You're 24, right? So you're a junior and you're doing a box squat of 445. That's big time, brother. Yes, sir. Repped it uh, for two reps. Oh, my word, man. I tell you, that's big time. There's no question. There's not yes, a lot sir. of 24s out there that are squatting 445. Just straight squatting 445. Yes, I mean, that's big, Bo. Yes, hey, sir. I am sure here's – a, here's a guy. He was three years old. He was already playing T-ball. I'm sure you've had a lot of memorable moments on the field, probably some big achievements. But if you could name one thing that really kind of stood out in your mind – what would it be? And more importantly, just to kind of give us a sense, what you learn from that? Uh, like you said, um, over over my fourteen years of, of playing, um, it's it's got to be uh, about I think it was my sixth varsity start. Um, I get out there and I'm throwing against uh, Grand Prairie, and I ended up throwing a no hitter. Um, <laughs> And, you know, it's just, it's just a moment that has stuck with me and, you know, no hitters aren't easy. They're, they're easy to break up. And one thing that I really had to focus on and learn from was to move on to the next game. Um, you know, you can only sit in the past for so long until you're in the next game and it's all caught up to you. Um, so that's, that's one thing that was, was very, very crucial to learn from. Um, cause you know, our, our next game was against Arlington high, um, which was one of the, the toughest games that we had, uh, in district that year, um, which, you know, I moved on from that no hitter 
Um, I grew from it and I just kept getting better and better um, and ended up beating Arlington High 5-0 in my hmm. start. Okay, so I didn't, you know, you said your, the name of your high school earlier, but Arlington, so you're in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Yeah, yes, I mean, obviously, highly populated, big schools. You're probably in a, in a big time region as well. So, tons of athletes on yes, everybody's sir. team. Man, I love that. So, you shoot out there, throw a no hitter, man, and you're feeling pretty good. But uh, you said you learned from it. Well, how'd you learn from it? There had to have been something that kind of came along that was like, you know what, this isn't going to happen every night. Exactly. That's, that's, that's the one thing that went through my mind. You know, I went home after that game, celebrated with the team, with my family, um, and then learned, you know, not every game's going to be a no-hitter. Um, you're going you're gonna to get beat. You're going to lose a pitch. You're going to lose an A-B. You just – I had to learn that the next game was coming um, and I just had to prepare for the next one. Heck yeah, man. Very, very super mature right there. That's a great way. Good pace about yourself all the way around. Hey, again, everybody that's joining us. Thank you so much. Absolutely appreciate it. I mentioned earlier that we recorded this space and the reason we record it, we turn it into a podcast. The podcast is now D one speaks it is on every platform that you can imagine, from the major guys to the to the indie type guys. I mean, it's out there. Coaches are absolutely listening. They are subscribing. They want to know about this. I think it's a great format. It gives guys that have um, tremendous athletic ability like Bo to guys that have tremendous coach ability and, and big-time uh, academic ability. And uh, coaches are absolutely interested in hearing from potential recruits. I mean, they know the kids that they want. I say kids, the young men that they want to recruit are going to be athletically gifted. But one of the pieces that they're always concerned about is what are they going to be like off the field? And so this environment, I, at first I thought it was going to be a good idea and I get every day that this is absolutely a great idea and coaches want to hear it because they want to feel confident in the guys that they're recruiting. They want to know that they're mature in the way that they're able to talk about their achievements, not only on the field, but off the field. And they do want to hear what they've been able to accomplish out the field because they don't want to worry about you when you get to school. They want to know that they can focus on the, on the job at hand and their job at hand is to win baseball games. It's not to babysit. And I got to tell you, when you're talking to somebody like Bo, I mean, Bo, you can tell right off the bat, has got tremendous athletic ability, but he's also super confident and he understands what it is that he's trying to accomplish. And he's somebody that you're not going to have to worry about. And that's what coaches want to hear. And it gives them that confidence. Like Bo is somebody that we absolutely want us. We want to be part of our team and to represent our university. So uh, I think it's a great environment. And, Bo, I just want to tell you, man, congratulations. I mean, you are doing an absolutely great job. Uh, this interview so far has been fantastic. I'm, getting it, I'm really enjoying getting to know you. And uh, you got a lot on the ball. I think you got a great future. Yes, sir. No Thank question you. about it. So let me ask you, you got a great GPA already, 3.6. I mean, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. That's the kind of thing you need to have if you're going to go to the next level. But how do you balance that? And the, re- and the way I, I mean that, 
you're throwing a lot at baseball. I know that you've got tons of practices. You've got workouts that you're doing on your own. You're probably working with the trainer. You've got games. You're playing summer ball. You're probably playing fall ball. And you got seven hours of class, you know, nine months out of the year. You got tons of homework and you got a great GPA. So how do you balance those two and, and be so successful on both sides? So I've always been taught, you know, school's always first, no matter what, get your grades locked down, make sure that you are passing with flying colors, then you can go have fun. Um, I've always been told baseball's a privilege. Uh, it's not guaranteed. Um, and, you know, if, if I don't get my stuff together, um, then I don't get the, the privilege of playing. So I always, I always make sure you know, if I don't get my schoolwork done in class, um, I'll set aside about an hour after I get home, knock out all that I can, um, then I'll go to the cages. And as soon as I go to the cage, get my lift in, get my T-work in, throw my pen, all that, I'll come home, you know, I'll eat dinner, and then if there's anything else I got to knock out, I'll work on it. And then luckily for me being a senior next year, um, I'll have an off period uh, in the morning. So I'll get the luxury of having a little more extra time, um, you know, at night and in the morning as well, uh, if I need it. But it's it's always been school first, get on top of my work and, and keep my grades up. Great strategy, man. Great strategy right there. Take care of what you got to take care of at hand. The only piece that I would add to that in your senior year, you know what, I, I guess it's up to you, but if you want the first period where – you know, you're kind of knocking out whatever you need to knock out. I got to say, you probably ought to push that out to your seventh period. Yeah, I mean, seventh period may be a little bit better, but that's a whole different strategy, you know? Well, so, so with Martin, uh, we're only allowed, it's either first, it's all, either our first period or our last period of the day. Uh, and baseball's our last period. <laughs> so I gotcha. Have, okay. Yeah, we have, we have four periods a day, so. It's either it's either first period or fourth you, period. You so. got it, man. I got you. That, that's a great strategy. Yes, You've got to figure it out. No question about it. Hey, uh, so yes, let me sir. ask you, with that, I mean, and the, it kind of absolutely leads into that next question because, you know, I can tell that you're a, um, a strategic guy and you're, you're certainly thinking mm-hmm. about things. So how do you prepare mentally for a game? And what I mean by that is I'm thinking about the high school piece, not so much travel. You know, yeah. I mean, you go through a yeah. full day of classes, you know, you got your four periods, right? And you're dealing with right. what you're having to deal with. And then when you walk out of that last period, you're walking into a workout or to a game. So how do you kind of flip that switch and you are just focused on the game? So, you know, on game days, um, especially on days that I'm on the mound, I really like to make sure uh, the night before that I'm very hydrated and very uh, carved up as well as the day of. Um, I'll have, you know, a good breakfast, a big glass of chocolate milk, and then I'll slam down about two or three water bottles throughout the day. Um, And I really like to keep my mind away from the game. Um, It's just kind of something that really helps me stay focused on, the present, uh, not jumping to conclusions and not overthinking things that could happen. Um, you know, with, with baseball, there's, there's so many, what ifs, there's so many 
things that can go wrong in a matter of seconds and running those scenarios through your head uh, the whole entire time, it just exhausts you mentally. Um, and, and it really just kind of steers you away from from what you're supposed to be focusing on. And that's that's preparing for the game. And and one thing that I learned uh, from experience this, this past high school season, uh, it was my first start this year. You know, I was really nervous, uh, hadn't done this before. I hop up on the bump. And, you know, just a lot of, a lot of nerves and that first pitch goes and everything just kind of went away. But before that first pitch, I was constantly thinking, I was like, well, what if, what if I mess this up? You know, what if this happens or all that? So I finally learned, I was like, if, if I just kind of focus on school, you know, talk to all my buddies, talk to friends. Um, and then as soon as fourth period hits and as soon as I'm walking on that field to, to get ready for the game, you know, it's, it's, it's game time. Like that switch is flipped. Now it's, it's go mode and we're locked in on the game. Man, I love it. I mean, it's such a professional attitude all the way around. I mean, you know, it's never easy to kind of get your thoughts together and uh, the way you're able to compartmentalize and, um, I mean, even I'm thinking about like even the first time you're on the mound. I mean, it's totally different experience for you because I'm imagining last year, you know, as a sophomore, I mean, you were probably just behind the plate, right? And and yeah, and now all of a sudden they're throwing you out on the mound, and it's a little bit different environment, completely different way to get ready for a game, you know. So I can imagine you had tons of the what ifs kind of going through your mind. So. I love the explanation that you kind of went through in your strategy of how you uh, kind of got yourself dialed in. Not easy to do. I give you a lot of credit there. Yeah, yes, sir. no doubt. Thank so you. let me ask you something. Short-term goals, long-term goals. And, and what I mean by that is, like, what are you trying to achieve over this summer? Like, is there something personally that you really just kind of want to check off and say, that's, that's what I wanted to do, and now I'm going to go do it? And then, it, you know, you're a 24 so kind of just give us a sense over the next two to five years, what is it that you're really trying to achieve? So over this summer, um, you know, the, the biggest goal is to reach the Connie Mac. Um, it's huge, uh, huge tournament for 17 and 18s and just filled with thousands of people and scouts. Um, it's over in New Mexico, uh, and it's it's about I want to say it's a two week long tournament, just full of baseball. Um, so that's that's ultimately the the big goal of this summer, um, and also you know something that would be very uh, relaxing uh, would be committing, um, if not before the end of summer, uh, before the end of the high school season. Um, and something else, you know, I want to be, I want to get up to about 190, 195 before school starts, uh, just so I have a little bit of, a little bit of weight that I can play around with, you know, get, get a little bit more on the ball. Um, that would be something that would really impact me. Um, and, you know, also high school, uh, would love to, to have another successful high school season. Um, you know, this previous season I won pitcher of the year uh, in our district so I would that's that's another thing that I'm going to be chasing is to 
win pitch of the year again. Um, and a, a big, a big goal uh, for high school is win state, obviously. Um, if there's ever a team to do it, it would be this one that we have coming in for this class of 24. Um, and then long-term, um, definitely go play college baseball, uh, have, have a successful career there. You know, I'd, I'd love to, to be able to go play D1 baseball. Um, if, if, you know, I, I get to go play Juco, D2, D3, any baseball, I would love to be on a field somewhere. Um, cause ultimately, I mean, you can get drafted anywhere. Um, and that's, that's the end all be all goal right there is get drafted and make it to the show. But if, if I can go play two to four solid years of baseball somewhere, then, then count me in. Man, that's so cool, Bo. I love listening to you talk. So I've got like a lot of questions, uh, you know, I mean, that was very, very insightful. Everything that you were just kind of talking about in no particular order, a couple of notes that I made, maybe we can just kind of talk about it. Um, yeah, yes, definitely. Sir. So one of the things that you kind of threw out there was, and I'll start with the weight. You said, Hey, you would love to get up to 195, And that, and that made me think, you know, where do you think you play at the next level? Do you think, I mean, you're so new to pitching, or do you think you are a catcher? Where, where do you ultimately think you're going to land? So I've, I've had this talk more than once. Um, Definitely more than once. Ultimately, I think I'll land uh, on the bump just because, you know, throwing 92 going into my senior year, I have so much room for improvement. Um, I have the whole entire off season plus my high school season and then the summer. Um, <clears throat> so I, I think ultimately I'll, I'll end on the, on the mound. Okay. All right. Do you think, or, are you kind of chasing that? So like when you're playing this, uh, this summer with the Raiders, uh, the USA Raiders, mm -hmm. are you, you know, are you kind of pushing that you're going to be on the mound or are you just kind of letting it happen? Whatever you have, whatever happens, happens. It's not necessarily, uh, whatever happens, happens. I'm definitely, definitely giving my all on both sides. Um, but I think, for myself, I would have a greater future uh, on the mound just because it's it's not not every day that something like this happens. Um, you know, people, people have strong arms, yes, um, but to be able to hop on a mound and control um, what they have is, is another thing. So, so definitely leaning more towards the pitching side. Um, but if I go somewhere and I two-way uh, and end up being on both sides, then that's, that's just uh, another, another story right gotcha. there. Okay, man. I love you. It's exciting. I mean, I love it. It's very, very exciting. No doubt about it. So you were talking about um, also kind of a team aspect, the state playoffs. Right. Yes, and sir. so it kind of made me think, I mean, is Texas such a big state? Is it similar to California? where there's not just one individual state champion where they kind of split it up just a little bit, or I'm not familiar with uh, Texas. So with Texas, um, so I play six, a, uh, 
for high school. Um, and I want to say that's the highest uh, that there is. I could be wrong. Um, but there's one to six A that I'm that I'm aware of, and there's a there's a state champion for each A or division. Okay. Uh, but when it gets to six A, there's uh, a six A one and two, and a six A three and four, and three and four is their own division, and one and two is their own division. Um, and that's just that's just like a, so six A is the size of your school. Yeah, of much. course. Um, so with that, with the, the three and four division, it's just kind of like a smaller six, a, yep. Got it. Um, uh, but those, those dudes are, are still, are still dogs. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, yep. 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 That's, uh, that actually that's very similar to what California does as well. I got it. hundred percent. Hey, okay. let me ask you about Connie Mack in New Mexico. So this will, to qualify to play, you know, that'll come from USA Raiders only specifically. Right. Okay. Right. What do you have to do to qualify? So you go play these qualifiers, um, you know, they're all over, all over the States. We played uh, the one, the, the game I topped 92, that was a qualifier for the Connie Peck. Unfortunately, that was our first game, our first tournament of the year, so it was a little sloppy. Yep. Um, but we didn't we didn't get what we were expecting, and that was to to pull off the win. And the only way to uh, get qualified for this Connie Mac is to win the tournament. And you're facing off against anywhere from twenty to forty to sixty teams in some of these qualifiers. Um. So it's definitely definitely a beating having to having to go through all of them, um, and you have to be on your A game every single pitch. And but we uh, we go down to um, New Orleans next next weekend and play our second Connie Mack qualifier. Gotcha. Yeah, it's always a double edged sword with these tournaments in the summer because I mean, in one side, it you know, it, man, it. it there's the one side where you're absolutely kind of showcasing your own abilities and it doesn't really matter if you win or lose, <laughs> you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I mean, that's just kind of yes, the way sir. it is. And so, but the Connie Mag piece is all about just winning. I mean, you, to be able to, to be um, showcased in this tournament, you, you've got to win to get there. I mean, that's, that's really, that's right. kind of fascinating. As I mentioned earlier, I'm in Florida and I mean, there's tons of big tournaments in Florida all the time. I was not familiar with Connie Mack. And so I'm glad you brought that up and kind of started talking about it. Cause it, honestly, it's a little bit different dynamic. I know as parents, I can imagine, you know, I, I remember my son going through all this. We wanted to win every game, but ultimately, I mean, it's kind of weird. As, as I said, ultimately it really didn't matter in his recruitment and development if they were winning or they weren't winning, <laughs> you know? So right. Hey, that, I just bring that up because it's interesting. That's it. No reason to comment, just kind of interesting. Yeah, for sure. Hey, uh, let me ask you something. I mean, you've, you've got – well, before I say that, let me thank everyone once again for being on. And absolutely appreciate you guys being here. Thank you so much. If you're uncommitted, if you're a 23 uncommitted, 24, 25, absolutely. Or if you're in junior college and you're looking to, to move on to the next, to a, a, a different level, 
then please reach out to me. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm at now underscore D one. I will tell you that we're booked. Really, we're absolutely booked through June. We've got a lot of July booked. There are some days and we're kind of starting to look at August, but I'm sure we could work something out. I would love to talk to you and figure it out and uh, have an opportunity to have the same experience that Bo's having. So, so Bo, let me ask you, you know, obviously you want to play at the next level. So just kind of give us, and you even alluded to like one of your goals were to potentially go ahead over this summer and be committed. Just kind of give us uh, just a feel for what your overall recruiting experience or process has been like. And then really, what are you looking for at the next level? You know, a perfect environment. And when I say that, I mean, and, and you don't have to name, say the name of the schools at all. But just if you had your choice that was perfect, would you want to really be at like a large state school or a small private school? Or do you want to go out of state? Or does it even matter? Um, you know, I've always always wanted to, to go out of state and play uh, baseball. Always always been interested in, in some of the bigger schools. Um and uh, I'd say a perfect school, uh, it's a, it's a team that's a family. Um, you know, they have bonds, they're, they're close. Um, they're not always down each other's throats, you know, going at it. Um, you know, if, if someone messes up, they're like, Hey, we got your back, you know, go get the next one. Uh, we, we, we got you. Um, and, and re- my recruitment process, you know, it's, it's definitely, definitely, uh, been been a process i will say um come summer of 2022 that was whenever i got some of my first looks uh down in the mickey mantle tournament um you know i was i was really worried that you know i wouldn't i wouldn't get recruited um i didn't really know what exactly to expect i just kind of went out there and played uh to my best potential um you know, and in, in, in the off season and in, in high school, I kept working on my game and, and the uh, the development. And you know, I started receiving these letters to to camp invites and got emails um, and got in contact with uh, a lot of D one and JUCO coaches. Um, so, summer of twenty three, more towards uh, say late May. Um, is when, you know, everything really started to, to kick off this year. Um, and I've been, been in contact with, with uh, a good amount of coaches. Um, and it, it's, it's really, really paying off and, and kind of bringing a lot of relief. Heck yeah, man. I'm sure it is. It's such a stressful time, honestly. It doesn't matter where you are on the recruiting spectrum. You know, I mean, you could be the guy that's just trying to reach out to coaches, send an email, send in text, and not getting any response and trying to figure out the camps. You could be the guy that's had a little bit of success in the realm of recruiting where maybe somebody has reached out to you. Or you could even be on the high, super high level where you've got guys that are absolutely begging you to come to school. And you've also are trying to figure out should you go into the draft or not. It's all stressful. Right. I mean, it doesn't matter where you fall in this process. It's very, very difficult. And, and you know, 
I know that people on the outside looking in are saying, oh, my gosh, he's got it figured out. Bo must have it great. He's doing an awesome job. Well, I will guarantee you, anybody that's listening, Bo and his parents are absolutely trying to figure out what to do <laughs> and what is the best process. It's just difficult. Yes, it's not an easy thing to go through at all, you know, but – no question, man. But what, what I will give you so much credit for, and there's, and Hey, it's not me just saying it. Anybody that's been listening to you tonight, you have put down the track record. You're doing everything that you're supposed to do to be successful. You're in the weight room. You're squatting 445 pounds because you know, that's what you need to be doing. And you're looking to increase that PR. You're, you're out on the mound. You know, you're working whatever you need to work with, with the trainers that you're doing. You're long tossing. You're trying to increase that 92 miles an hour. You're behind the plate. You have a sub 2.0, whatever it is. Maybe it's 1.9, maybe it's 1.85, but you're trying to figure out how can I get the ball to second base faster? Maybe it's my hips. Let me keep working my hips. And those are the things you're doing. And oh, by the way, you're in the classroom and you're saying, if I really want to be at the next level, I got to have the grades. Let me keep working. And Bo, I just give you so much credit. I mean, you are doing everything you're supposed to do to put yourself in a position to be successful. And I got to say, personally, and I know we don't know each other, but in these few minutes that we've been able to talk, I am convinced that you are putting yourself in a position to be successful. And, and that's, all, and that's yes, all you can do. And then whatever happens after that, that's what happens. But I guess to give you tons of credit because you've put the work in to give yourself an opportunity and that's all you can do. No sure. question, brother. Hey, let me, let me kind of end it with this. If you were looking at a three-year-old, no, if you were looking at somebody mm -hmm. that was a little bit younger than you and they were saying, Hey, I mm -hmm. really, really think I'm pretty good at baseball and, and I want to see how far I can go. What kind of advice would you give them? Uh, you know, there was a phrase that um, I was told at a younger age, uh, trust the process. And, you know, those those three simple words have, have gotten me a long, long way uh, in this game. You know, so so no matter no matter what's in your way, um, everything happens for a reason. You know, just just got to trust the process. If something something doesn't go how you want it to, um, then so what, right? I mean, I'm I'm a believer in Christ. Uh, I believe that that God has a plan for me, um, and and I believe that that He's He's got me right where I'm supposed to be. Um, so so something that I would I would definitely tell a younger athlete is you know trust the process keep moving forward. Don't, don't get stuck in the past. You know, um, we, we have the present and we have the future. So don't take advantage of, of what you're in right now. You know, baseball is not guaranteed. Um, at any minute it can be stripped away from us. Um, so, so definitely, definitely don't take it for granted. Trust the process and, and know that there's a plan for you. Hey, Bo, I got to tell you, man, that's great advice. And can I only say there is a doubt in my mind that he's absolutely has a plan for you and he's got a plan for me as well. I mean, I love you saying that. Yes, there ain't no doubt about it. Hey, Bo, I have really, really enjoyed tonight. I've really enjoyed getting to know you. 
I'm excited for you. I think you got a tremendous future in front of you. And, and you know, one thing that I hope is uh, when you have the opportunity, and I know it's coming, when you have the opportunity to commit, man, I hope we'll be able to connect again. I would love for you to come back on this show and kind of walk through what that looked like and um, what those conversations were all about, maybe who came and watched you play, how it all came together. Because I got to tell you, there's a lot of, it's not only college coaches that are listening, there's a lot of uncommitted kids that are out there as well. And I think that would give them, I think they're interested. It would give them a lot of hope and a lot of inspiration. I think they would like to hear from you. Yes, sir. I would, I would love to. Man, I think that would be so cool. I would absolutely love that. I will tell everybody that's listening. I hope you come back on tomorrow night again. We do this Monday through Thursday without question at nine o'clock on Fridays. I always joke around and say those are the professional days. Well, guess what? Tomorrow we have Walter beat on. Walter is amazing. Walter's a true professional. He was, uh, he was uh, drafted in 1984 by the Chicago Cubs, and he's had the opportunity to play professional balls. He had the opportunity to coach all over America at various levels. He's got a son that was just drafted. I mean, he has got a ton of experience. He's actually, you know, he does a podcast called The Baseball Lifer. He's really, his claim to fame right now is he, he focuses on youth baseball. He has a world of experience. He understands recruiting. He kind of gets the dynamics that's going on right now. He can speak to parents. I mean, I just can't put more out there than I already have. Tune in tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Walter Bede's going to be on. He is phenomenal. You are not going to want to miss this. Hey, Bo, thank you again. Man, I really, really appreciate you being on and man i just really am hoping nothing but the best of success and fortune for you in the future i'm I'm absolutely going to keep an eye on on where you go i i'm excited for you yes sir thank you no question it was it was definitely again everybody that was on thank you so much we're going to end it here for tonight so good night are you ready to dominate at the plate this season blast baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution Trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. Unlock your potential with Blast.